You're listening to Two Women and a Business. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Ashwarya, and we're so happy to have you tuning in. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. So it's just myself, Alyssa, today, and I want to touch base on something that I find very important as a lot of business owners don't, um, or small business owners don't take into consideration. So it's controlling food cost or controlling product cost. So it ties in with the the inventory purchasing and menu costing and how you price your goods. It's very important, I believe, because when you price when you're pricing your goods you want to ensure that your markup is at a strong point so generally when i'm doing a menu costing i look at my recipe cost i look at my expense and i look at my super cost what i call my supermarket inventory costing and i try and ensure that all three items are tied in and my markup afterwards should be between a 1.5 or one or two. So it's a times 1.5 or times two. The middle ground would be 1.7. And I do this because you want to be able to make a profit. So 1.5 means that 0.5 of that markup is a profit whereas two times is half of that is a profit so explain that a little bit better when you buy a bottle of pepsi for say for instance fifty dollars um if you're going to sell it you want to sell it for 150 you're making a hundred dollar profit if you sell it for seventy dollars you're making a $20 profit. So it all depends on what what the markup is. Um, this can be done manually by you doing an Excel sheet, which I've done many. Um, and I love doing it, actually. I love doing it in Excel myself because I'm able to understand the information a little bit better than... If I have this system or like a POS database do it for me and I'm just pulling the reports. Um, for me, I like to see color. So when I do my reports, I do them in color. I write little notes beside them to tell me. And then I'm able to now pull the report from the POS system and kind of put my report side by side to see, you know, if I have done any discrepancies or if the system has any discrepancies which sometimes you'll find some um as someone who is now moving over into it i think it's very important to understand what the tech world is doing in the food industry it's been you know it's been a thing the merge has happened POS systems have gotten a lot more um, user-friendly and it now develops 
reports and it it shows um the user and the business owner a little bit more than what it did probably say five years ago um i going back to going to like a little story i used to work for a company that had an old pos system it wasn't an old one in a sense where this the hardware was old it was a software so the version was Levu. the pos system was Levu, and it was like the ver- first version to ever come out and what would happen is the system was so old that i'd punch in an order and the order would go missing i wouldn't be able to find don't know where it gone wouldn't come up around the kitchen and then i'd go ahead and punch in the order again same thing happened orders gone orders missing or it actually sends through but it sends both orders through so the kitchen now makes the orders that it sees comes up that it has it's now seen in front of it so sometimes the kitchen is extremely busy and they don't have time to look exactly at what table number the order is coming in they just read the chit so they say you know i need an order of nachos now make that two orders of nachos and it's not until the order is actually made and the server comes in and says hey chef you know i didn't really want two i only want one that's when you you've noticed probably not noticed at that time that there is an issue with the system after a while it constantly happening happening you need your manager to pick up that there's an issue with that system if your manager doesn't doesn't pick up what's going to end up happening is your food cost is going to go up why because you are not sending your you're buying food you're buying inventory you're putting in new inventory but your ending inventory is not being accounted for your the total food cost is complete is not adding up um when you see this discrepancy it's easy to be like okay people are stealing food from me but re- in reality your food is wasting and you're not seeing how it's wasting so it's very important to ensure that your systems are always up to date you're always downloading the newest version of something and if you're going to spend the money to have a POS system, I be personally believe ensure that you have the newest version. So I always say that it's good for business owners to understand what their product from start to finish cost. Because if you understand what it, it costs, then you understand how much someone should pay for it. You understand my light, my water, my labor, if it's for yourself or if it's for whoever else is working with you, your packaging, your labeling should all be included. So with that being said, I want to, I want to show how it, this is important in all industries, in all business, for all business owners. Say, for instance, I'm making candles. My candles cost me $2 to make, but I'm selling my candles for $25. That's a huge profit. You know, I'm making back so much and I can double my orders. I can bring in new equipment. I can, you know, expand quicker. 
and a lot of business owners aren't able to expand or aren't able to do more with what they have because of the menu costing or because of the product costing and that's very important for you know people to understand so to control food costs let's go back to culinary I generally do my beginning inventory plus my new inventory minus that total from my ending inventory and then divide that by the total food sales times 100. When I do that now, it helps me understand that what's coming in is going out in sales and I'm making back that profit. And in this episode, I want to stress the importance of reports. Reports are our best friends as business owners because they let us know if our business is making a profit. I worked for a company that has never done a business report or an annual report to understand what the business is doing and what the business is making. And out of just the fun of it, of making reports, I did a year-to-date report for the company and I realized the company from the day it opened till now was not making a, a profit and you might ask what do you mean it wasn't making a profit and this is what a memo to a boss is going to be about it's stop hiring people who don't have the proper expertise in certain in the, like in certain fields so don't hire someone who used to sell cars for them to run your restaurant they're not going to understand how to cost a menu. And also, if you do hire someone who is of that expertise, you need to put some level of trust that they know what they're doing. And if you don't think they know what they're, they're doing, then educate yourself so that you can know when they're wrong. Um, so, yes, yeah, so reports are favorites and you can get reports based off of the pos systems you use so again it is coming in clutch (laughs) it is so amazing it's evolving every year it's changing the way it you know identifies things so with a pos system especially the ones in restaurants you have inventory management, you have purchasing management, and you have sales management. And all three of those tie in together. They do the work for us. However, it is still important for us to have an inventory manager who is also a purchasing manager. I do believe that it should be the same person. And because having someone actually physically look at these reports and identify if there's a discrepancy in in this actual system and to be honest sometimes there there is discrepancies it's a it's a machine you know they're not picking up on real life activities that's going on um but it's important that you understand why and what is going on in the business this report or these reports help you in your menu costing because it helps you understand how 
a menu or how a menu item is doing out in the public. You know, if today I launched lemon bars, <laughs> lemon bars did amazing last month. I made such a good profit. However, lemon bars for the next three months aren't doing good. And I can see this because of my reports. I can see this because I'm I'm jotting my sales down. Or I can see this because my POS is keeping track of my sales. And I'm able to now say, okay, let me go and get feedback. One, figure out what's going on for the lemon bars. Okay, it's too tart. I'm going to go back to my recipe casting. I'm going to tweak the recipe change the look at back you know if the cost is still efficient or if i'm going to still make a profit with this change and then i'm going to re-add it to my menu um if you realize that something that was doing amazing one time you know people are just sick and tired of it you pull it off your menu you add something new refresh people's taste buds and then probably later down in the year you can add it back with menu costing, you have to be on top of your game with what your suppliers are charging you. You have to constantly doing research to see, you know, who's a better supplier. What's the quality that they're giving me? Am I shredding cabbage? Am I constantly pulling three, four, five layers off of my cabbage to get an actual usable product? Or am I only shredding one? You know, you all of this comes into your menu costing. Um, also, for menu costing, I suggest do look at seasonal items. So something that is very seasonal, you wouldn't want to have it on your menu all year round because it's going to cost you more money in December. However, the price that you have it on your menu for june is going to still be the same price that you have it on your menu for december so these are some important things to note um it's the same thing with anybody who has like a furniture business who has a clothing store business your inventory tells you what is doing well in your store it tells you this garment or this item cost me this much money to make it has includes it includes this much labor this is how much money i need to charge for it for it to make sense to keep the product on my market from that everything should be smooth sailing people believe that a business is just the front end it's just the product it's just getting the product out there to the public and selling it but it's not it's a lot of analytics. It's a lot of data-driven research. And if this isn't done, it can be very detrimental to your business. Not to scare anybody, <laughs> but it can create air pot pockets. <laughs> I can't speak anywhere. It can create air pockets in something that could be so small and could be so easy. You know, why not understand why certain suppliers are better why not understand you know so let me give you a perfect example um you know in every restaurant you have to have a proper 
pest control. Um, so this particular restaurant did have an up-to-date pest control um, servicing. However, the company that they were using weren't of good quality products. Like they weren't using good quality. So we still had the problem probably like a week or two after they came. Which meant that they were constantly coming. And every constantly coming means that they were constantly charging you money. If you look at that, that they're constantly coming and they're constantly charging you, you need to start looking for and you realize that, okay, my friend down the road only does pest control once a month or once every three month, months. Then you need to start figuring out, okay, who else do, like which other company does pest control? Get them in, get a quotation from them, use them for a month, see how it works. If it's cheaper, you've now saved yourself money. All of this ties into a successful business it's how i run my business it's how i run other people's business i always look at what is the cheaper but higher quality way so if it's uh, more expensive on in one go but for the long term it lasts longer i am willing to fight for that company to get for for them to do that business for us so if it's the sewage people they cost more the one time they come but they only come with two trucks as opposed to the one that's cheaper that comes with seven trucks i'm going to use the more expensive one so you have to kind of understand where it is best to cut cost and where it is best to not cut cost because it can affect your menu it can affect your business it can affect your profit and once it affects your profit, it can affect your business growing and expanding. So I just wanted to lay some of those important um, topics out. Because I feel like not a lot of business owners look into this. And yeah, I hope this is helpful for everyone. And if you want to know more about it, shoot us a DM. You know, you know, my personal page should be there and my business page should be there on our Instagram. But I'll be posting some stuff on our Instagram about controlling food costs and stuff like that. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great week. Bye, guys. <laughs>